Welcome to the Eagles Nest Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this recent message by Senior Pastor Tim Winter. All right, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18, uh, this is another one of the reasons why we're here this morning is to allow the Holy Spirit to bless us through His Word. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as His mother Mary was espoused, to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he came, he thought, he thought on these things, and behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and she shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, God is with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and Joseph called his name Jesus. Call his name Jesus. That's the title of what I want to share with you this morning. It's my honor and privilege to share the Word of God with you and share the greatest story ever told and the greatest story ever retold. Will you turn to your neighbor, touch him, and say, I got good news for you today. We're in a good story. We're in a good story. The, the birth of Jesus, the birth of Jesus and the death of Jesus are two high points. They're uh, focal areas that all the scriptures lead us to. They point to the resurrection. They point to the presentation of the birth of Jesus Christ. And it's uh, completely fitting that we take some time and focus on that here this morning in order that we might completely understand and begin to realize that God is truly with us. And I want to talk about that here this morning. I've read the Matthew account. The Lucan account is the second account of the birth of Christ. There were many of them, but these were the two preserved in the canon of Scripture. And what I want to do is draw your attention to, you might even uh, quote, work with me if you, if you know me. I'm still the guy uh, that says, boy, I, you know, I know I got in trouble when I said this, but uh, when... I kind of like statistics. I enjoy sports and watching them and playing them and all of that. So, you know, the top 10, the best quarterback, the best point guard, Guy Rogers, I think he was only like five foot nine. so there's hope for guys like me back in the Bucks days. But one of the best sermons ever preached out of this pulpit was preached by our, our own uh, Mike Herbert when he got people throwing shoes from all over the congregation. And I said, holy God, what kind of anointing is on a man that he could get someone to take off their shoe and start throwing it? But I'll never forget that message. And uh, so this is an important message. And here's the point I wanted to make about that. It's okay if you interact with me. When I read some more scriptures and you hear an announcement come forth by a person or by an angel or by God himself, you might just kind of wave your hand. Or if you're like watching the, the, uh, what's his name, Christmas, the Jimmy Stewart one, you know, ding, 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 ding. You know, Clarence got his wings or however all that goes. But when you hear someone make an announcement about God's goodness, 
just shout me down, give me a twinkle, a, a wink, something. Let me know you're listening, because I'm listening, and the Holy Spirit very clearly directed me. I had a whole message. It's all printed out. I was going to just really enjoy a rest, and the Lord says, no, I want to, Tim, come on here. I want to talk to you. I want you to tell people about the goodness that I have released into the earth through the blessedness of my son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So as often as you hear one in these scriptures, um, just shout me down or get my attention. Most importantly, get the Lord's attention. Say, Lord, I'm listening, and I can hear. Matthew tells us of several people that got a message, and uh, Luke is going to give us a few more people that got a message that I want to talk about you getting that message. And then I want to talk about the subject of the message. The purpose of the message is that we understand and realize and take hold of the goodness of God. The goodness of God is what leads us to repentance. The goodness of God is what sent Jesus to the earth. Let's listen or follow along as I, I read in Luke. I'm going to get in my little sliders here. And there appeared unto Zechariah an angel of the Lord, ding, ding, uh, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear came upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, and you shall call his name John. Did you know that heaven is involved in naming children, even that are still in the womb? So that would have been a place for you to, hey, heaven's sending a message. There was an announcement. An angel was sent to make that announcement. And by the way, after you call his name John, which is outside of your family uh, stream, you shall have joy and gladness, and many people shall rejoice at John's birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and neither drink wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. I just release the goodness of God that pours himself out, and even those ladies carrying children, may you be filled with the Holy Spirit at the announcement of Jesus Christ coming to the earth. These children in utero, these mothers, these mothers-to-be, I bless you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and uh, may, may you receive these testimonies. He'll be great in the sight of the Lord. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord as God. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Well, how shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, There's another angel announcement. I am Gabriel. My, would I love to have a dream like that. Or on Friday night, I guess there was four faithful people, Sharon and Bill and, and uh, Mike and, and uh, Janine coming. And, and Desiree, come and th pray, thank you. May God appear to you with an angel and say, hey, I got a message for you. This is not the way to respond. Authenticate and verify yourself. No, 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 no. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. And so the angel says, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and I am sent unto you to speak and to show you these glad tidings. And then uh, I could go on uh, for a sake of time. I won't read. And the angel said, because you didn't believe me, you'll be dumb. Well, I think he was already dumb not believing. And the angel's just calling something out that he saw. And so I, I want to be on the other side of that. And here's another uh, announcement. 126. And the sixth month of that new birth of John in the womb being filled with the Holy Spirit... The angel Gabriel was sent again from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. This is the Lucan account of the Matthew brief, more, more succinct version. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel came in unto her and said, Hail, you are highly favored. 
The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind. She's thinking, what manner of salutation should this be? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall be great. Here's another announcement of children that aren't even out of the womb being proclaimed great unto the Lord. I just stand in that flow of life and speak greatness into this church. By the way, this isn't a church in the low level of the valley. You know, people ask me about growth and all of that, and I realized a long time ago that a man can receive nothing except it be given him from above. I've tried to get out of this call. I've tried to say, God, shut it down. I can't handle it. He just gives me a rest, and he opens up the spout where the glory comes out, and the revelation keeps coming. One time someone said, Pastor, you better stop. You know, you're going all the way out to the south side of North Chicago, visiting these widows and helping these ladies that can't help us help you back. Why are you spending so much time? And it just like hit me like a tidal wave in my soul. I thought, well, I'm doing a good work. The Lord's definitely in when I'm sitting with one person and spending two hours, three hours, a half a day. And on the way home, I just kind of thought, yeah, that the other side is true because they can't help me back. And here the word of the Lord came to me. He said, after I got quiet, he said, whoops, I got to take it easy. Son, you take care of my widows, and I'll take care of you. I've learned to hear the voice of God, and that was it. It wasn't long after that, a businessman called me and said, hey, you got some time, and boy, that'd be a great testimony. Uh, I'm compiling these thoughts so that I can be a blessing to other people, and you can read how God wants to bless you with his goodness. You'll bring forth a son, Mary, and you'll call his name Jesus. He'll be great, and he'll be called the son of the highest. So we've got some young boys being born that are going to be great and be called the children of the highest, the son of the highest, for the Lord shall give him the throne of his father, uh, David. Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste unto a city of Judah. I didn't read it, but it's because she heard her kinfolk was having a baby, and Mary comes into the house of Zechariah and salutes Elizabeth. And it came to pass when Elizabeth heard the salutation. There's an announcement. When you salute someone, uh, going to Pastor Clark's son, good morning, I'm so glad to see you. I can't wait to be with you for an hour. When you salute somebody, release the goodness of God out of your spirit, man. You got you to train yourself. I said we're not a church in the valley. We're, I realized about growth and taking care of the widows and feeding people that can't repay you. I've learned that when you obey God and do simply what God has put in your hand to do, God gets in the reward. See, God gets in the 90% and can turn that to a tremendous blessing to you. Or you can keep what God said belongs to him and watch it rot beneath the, the floor of your home tent and wonder, why can't I get out of this? Why can't my son get out? Why can't we break through? And, and breakthrough comes through simple obedience. And so... I'm here to tell you that we're a church a little higher on the mountain. And the higher you get up, the air gets a little thinner. It gets a little, little more strenuous to walk. You've got to realize, I've got to keep myself in health and wellness. I've got to keep myself free from the entanglements of the world so I can be a blessing to the house that God's called me to be a blessing to. So I just bless you with the goodness of God. Mary arose and she salutes her, her cousin Elizabeth, uh, related um, by family line. 
And as soon as she spoke, the babe leaped in Elizabeth's womb. There's an announcement. The young children hear the goodness of God. Thank you, Lord. And she spoke with a loud voice. So now the older Elizabeth is blessing the younger Mary, saying, Blessed are you among women. Well, that sounds like what Gabriel said up north in, in, in uh, Nazareth. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your... How does she know she's pregnant? The Holy Spirit is a revealer of truth and blessing and goodness and favor. Oh, my. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, and whence is this, that the mother of my Lord should come to me, for as low as soon as the voice of your salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy, and blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which are told her from the Lord. And when Mary... For, verse 44, for lo, as soon as the voice of your salutation come, uh, the, the babe leaped in her womb. Mary said, well, my soul does magnify the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Isn't it amazing that a, an announcement of goodness elicits goodness? If you plant goodness, if you plant dismay, and confusion, and distrust, whether it be the government, the church, the pastor, the boss, your wife, your husband. I've watched, now that I'm in, in this season of my life and have proven that the word of the Lord is true and try to help people that are entangled by their own decisions or their own actions. It reminds me of what Paul wrote to Timothy. And the servant of the Lord must be gentle toward all men, apt to teach, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, that they might be delivered out of the snare of the devil who takes them captive at his will. There's an announcement you can make that will elicit a response. When you give a greeting and bless someone with a good day, it's good to expect goodness in return. When I extend peace in, in uh, North Carolina, or they expect extend peace to us, we've returned that peace. And so I speak the goodness of the Lord, even to the unborn, even to those that God already knows as you come together with that man or woman of your, your dream and God's destiny. Oh, I feel the Lord speaking in this place today. I just speak the goodness of God and the joy of the waiting season. Well, this waiting season was just about over. Mary responds to Elizabeth, who receives a revelation, and Mary says, My soul does magnify the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty has done great things, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him. From generation to generation. I just love reading that. In fact, I personalize that. Colleen and I have made those, those scriptural uh, announcements. We've taken them as personal epitaphs for our life. We speak them and we believe them and we're seeing them come to pass. So I, I invite you into the goodness of the Lord and the sound of the announcement that I have that I'm going to read right now in Luke 2. I've been reading a lot of scripture, but the Lord spoke to me. He moved me out of what I had to share. It's already printed out, highlighted, and everything. It'll be good for, for another time. But it, uh, this reading of these scriptures is to point out to you the fact that God still speaks from heaven. And his goodness is in his word. 
And if you'll hear his word, and just like when Stu said, Can, if you're from one to seven and you need dad to nudge you, these are for you. That's what I feel God's saying. No matter how older you are, if your heart's beating and your lungs are receiving, hey, Father, hey, you're saying Yahweh as you breathe in. You're saying, I am that I am. God is with you to announce to you that his goodness is available to you. Hear this and receive it as we, as we make our dwelling place even larger on the level of the mountain where God has called us to live. Luke 2, and it came to pass in those days, there went out, this is after Elizabeth and Mary, and they're both prophesying, and like, like Stu said, when, when the anointing of God is coming, it's so easy to announce goodness. And then sometimes a thought will come, yeah, but what about? Take that thought and throw it under your feet and stay in the goodness of God and focus on that and say that. And so, uh, and it came to pass in those days, so the ladies are done prophesying, now they're getting ready to deliver children. John was already born, Zacharias named him, the dumbness went away, and he got a chance to restore by saying good things again. I think I'm going to do what the angel of God told me to do. It came to pass, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed, and Everyone into his own city. Joseph went from Galilee, you remember the story, went to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there paying their taxes, that her firstborn son was brought forth and wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Verse 8, and there were there in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Verse 9, get ready to twinkle at me and raise your hand because here's another announcement. And I want to point this out. When God's, when God's getting ready to move you into a new season, um, he'll, he'll minister not only on the horizontal level from people. They'll bless you. They'll encourage you. But there's going to be a message from God himself. And very often, he'll use angels. It may come in a dream. It may come in a vision. It may come in a trance. But God reserves the right to reveal his goodness to you. No matter, I don't care if you're in a pit or in a prison. You're thrown in the fire. The lions are snarling. God reveals the right to, to uh, help you through the hardest moments. And here's uh, Joseph and Mary having a baby in a manger among the lowing ox and the, and the bleeding of the sheep. And there's other people there. They're shepherds. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. Zechariah was afraid. Mary was afraid. Now it's... It's important what you do with your questions. I'm troubled. It didn't work the way I thought it would. You know, I've already shot my three, five-year, ten-year plan of retirement. I, feel like I better stay young and healthy because I feel like I'm just getting started. <laughs> Holy ghost, I'm finally learning some of the goodness of God, and it's seeding in me. It's bursting forth, and I can smell the fragrance of the blossoms, and the fruit is to come. And the Lord sends the angel, and the angel says to the shepherds who are wondering, Fear not. Here's the word. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings. Could you read this out loud with me? Uh, let's see. It's right there where the highlight is. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to the Republicans. <laughs> no, let's try it the other. Fear not, for I bring you uh, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to the Democrats. No, it shall be to all people. The goodness of God flows out of heaven to every hungry heart. Is there any hungry hearts in here? Yeah, you should stand. Give me something. Give, give me something. Oh, thank you for your goodness.
Thank you for your goodness. Well, here's, here's what the goodness, it's, you know, you ever get around some spiritual people, they come back from the conference, anybody have conference ptosis or, 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 you know, gathering-itis, situs, where you just got to get to, oh, if I just can get there, you know, that's part of life, but then there's a part of going home and making your home strong, making sure everyone in the home is under the blood of Jesus. They understand the goodness of God is what leads you to repentance. Not mom's poking. My mom used to slide these little three-by-five cards. I had such a quick wit. I had so many people tell me, your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Well, it sure did. <laughs> and it's still, you know, at, at the age I am now, I said, Lord, can you please let me just live an hour without getting myself in trouble with what I say? <laughs> it's working. It's working. For here's, here's the point. It's just not spiritual gobbledygook fuzzies from heaven. That's all to get you to the point where there's a difference on the earth. There's a difference in my life. There's somebody over there in a manger I want you to see. That's the sign. When you go free, that's the sign the people are looking for. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Jesus said, oh, if you get the warm and fuzzies and notch on your Bible, how many Gabriel no noises you heard from heaven? Gosh, I've got a log of audible words from God. I'm telling you, when you hear God's audible voice, it does something to you. But I could almost say, so what? Are you loving your wife? Does your son know how to navigate the passages through young manhood and get there without the scars that you had? That's the role of a disciple or a father. You, you take off your shoes, you get out there and find him, break his leg, put him on your shoulders, say, we're going home, son. And then you tell your neighbors and every, I found him who was lost. Will you rejoice with me? This thing's not rejoicing. It's got a bum leg. It's going to heal. I'm going to help you. Oh, my. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. For unto you is born this day. There comes a day when you're not waiting anymore. There comes a day when breakthrough becomes what you're holding in your hands. This day, the announcement is in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. Here's the sign. You'll find him. Who's talking to who? The angel of the Lord is talking to common people. Don't go there looking for a Herod versus Pilate war, and you're going to get in on the one with the most followers on Twitter, you're going to get in on whatever selling your insurance now or whatever's moving your product. No, this was an announcement from heaven to common people who were hungry for the love of God and the goodness of God, and he told them exactly where to go to get it. You, this will be, oh, I'm fine, and the Lord just say, Tim, you're right on target today. I'm so glad I didn't, I'm, oh, I even had it here. I said, Lord, if you're not in this, I can always pull out my sugar stick. I know I brought it. I just want to tell you, so you know. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's it. I, I have it in cellophane. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. You'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, and suddenly, here, you should be dinging with me. Now, there's one angel talking to several shepherds, and all of a sudden, when someone announces goodness, others join in. And suddenly, say suddenly, suddenly, I remember Mitch as a little boy, he quoted this sermon, this whole passage of Luke, put your kids in a good upbringing in high school, do not trust the public schools to train your children. They'll teach them some things, but you need to do, teach them this. Thank God for Calvary Baptist and other 
a, a, you know, homeschool training. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's really the message that I have for you today. And, and lo, the angel are, are announcing and now more angels are joining in. And here's the response of the human common people. Uh, next one. Oh, back up. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away, the warm and fuzzies are gone, the heavenly uh, uh, audible voice, the, the feeling of my devotional in the morning is gone. Now you get to go, go to work and practice it. Now you get to go to the mall and, and, and do it. And so they, the, the, the angels are gone. The shepherds said one to another, well, let's now even go to Mayfair and let's talk about Jesus. Let's see who knows. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And when they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger, just as the angel had said. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And they all that heard it wondered at those things which are told them by the shepherds. Isn't, isn't this amazing how, how uh, the message comes out and just cascades and increases? Now, I just kind of drew like an inverted funnel. Did you know that the same process works from the netherworld? If you draw it up. And so we're, we're under the spout where the light and the glory come out. And it's happening in common people. It's happening in specially chose, chosen women and their husbands. And these shepherds now uh, make things known about uh, this child and Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they'd heard and seen as it was told them. I think uh, reading these stories, these recounts of the greatest story ever told is perhaps the best thing I could do today. It's where I felt the Lord speaking to me. And I want to invite you to begin to announce the goodness of God. No matter where you are, no matter what you see with your eyes, no matter what you're feeling in your human body, that only there's a, there's a start date and an and a end date on the body. It's what happens in between those dates that uh, determines how we'll spend eternity. And uh, the goodness of God gives us an opportunity to have everlasting life. Look at, look at, God sent, next one. These people all encountered God, and they told people. The Lord always reveals things that are forthcoming. In, in, in Amos chapter 3, the scripture says that um, surely God will do nothing, but he reveals his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Those are the people that have an inclination. They're a special people, just like everyone's special, but some, it's like statisticians, or you're an announcer. Maybe, maybe you, you love to work in a foundry or or, you know, drive a bus, whatever. But the announcers, the prophets, they'll get alone and they'll wait till they hear. And then they'll say, now, God, what am I supposed to do with what I heard? And when it comes to his goodness, we're to announce his goodness. There's a, a company of prophets growing in this church. We've heard messages. And the Lord says, if you'll believe. And they rose early in the morning, Second Chronicles 20.20. How about that? If you're looking for... For, for good vision and eyesight. Second Chronicles 20, 20. If you rise early in the morning, they went forth. Jehoshaphat the king stood 
and heard and said, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. So there's always a person that will lead you into the right announcement. That's me today. I'm honored to do it. But I'm also in the same listening group as you are. I've heard from God what to say. There's an announcement that was coming from heaven, first through the angel Gabriel, and then through the, if I could say, the common celestial angels. It came to special people, Zacharias in service, burning altar of incense, which represents prayers. And the, the angel says, your prayers are heard. Oh, happy day. <laughs> your prayers are heard. Don't be afraid. There's going to be a season of waiting, and boom, there it is. Thank you, God. What should we announce? Well, let, look, look at what, what Isaiah said to announce 700 years before. Uh, here's what you can announce. In the face of adversity, with a greeting, and you'll, you'll know right away, this is the person with me, or are they not with me yet? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and here's, here's what we can do. We can announce the name of God. And there's times when you cannot use his name. It's just not appropriate. But you can express his nature. I extend the goodness of God. Uh, would you like to sit down and have a cup of coffee? Talk about what you're going through. That's counseling. And his name shall be called. Well, I want to talk about something good. Yeah, but did you see what they did? To I... Can, can we talk about something good? It won't be probably but a few seconds before you have turned the dial to 3737, dial up what heaven's saying. You get to be the shepherd that heard, and now you're announcing to the community. Because guess what? Not everyone wanted to hear what those angels were shouting about. There was a guy named Herod who was green with envy and insecure with jealousy and was conspiring to murder children to catch one, and he did it. So you've got to, you've got to, I've got to focus on the goodness of God and sometimes just express his nature. He's wonderful. He's a counselor. He's the all-powerful, miracle-working God, El Gibor. He's the everlasting father. That's Holam Ha'olam Ava'im, the plural of the everlasting father. He's the Sar Shalom, the prince of peace. And this will continue, and no one will ever be able to shut it down. I love that. Here's the last announcement I got, and then I'm going to have a couple of announcements. I'm going back to 50 or 700 years before Jesus, keeping in the vein of Isaiah. In fact, I was reading it again this morning. I just love soaking in the Word. I can't wait till. Uh, where's Pastor Bill? I'm, there he is. I'm, I'm deputizing Pastor Bill to help you in your Bible reading. Now, I know a lot of us are you know, just reading and sometimes random reading, sometimes we forget. But there's a whole nother level. In 2020, we're, we're going to step, I should really save this for next week, but if you're just here for Christmas, I want to bless you. I want to encourage you, there's going to be a special anointing on every human being that hungers and thirsts for the Word of God. And you get yourself in a regular pattern of reading uh, beginning January 1 and watch what God will do. Watch what, Bill's going to help you, we'll help you, we'll teach you, but uh, the, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this, and uh, next, next scripture, Amen. when you're doing this, I could uh, mention our, our evangelists here, 
How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those that bring good tidings, that publish peace, that bring good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that say unto Zion, your God reigns. Um, that the watchmen are, are four or five or six or seven or eight people. You know, I don't care if thousands come. or I, I just know I need to come. I need to be on the watch. I need to listen and see what he will say, and I'll write the vision and make it plain upon the table so they might run that read it. And the watchmen lift up their voice, and the voice uh, together they sing for joy, and they'll see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. Allow me to translate before I share a couple of declarations or announcements. What he's saying is he's not talking about the Gabriel, the Michael that warred for Daniel and broke through on the 21st day of his fast and uh, performed what God showed Daniel as a young teenage boy that decided, I'm not going to the parties. I'm going to stay in the precepts of the laws of God. In a captive nation, in a liberal school, he maintained his integrity and God got in that. And so he got the angel Michael, Zacharias, Mary, and Joseph and the shepherds get the angel Gabriel. But Isaiah is seeing a much broader, multiplied effect of announcing good news. He's saying, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of anyone that announces peace. This is you and this is me. This is our commission. This is our invitation. And there's a promise in here. What, what should we say? Your God reigns. Who is he saying it to? Say it to, a, to a, a church that's saddened or someone that's in a difficult place. Your God reigns. Now, you, you, you'll learn right away if you're in the right tone. <laughs> I have had so many wrong tones. Oh, my. But I'm fine in the right tones. It's like the harmonic. When you get a perfect 440, you can develop a perfect pitch. If you don't have perfect pitch, then develop a perfect relative pitch. That means you can match what's being said. If you don't have perfect relative pitch, then be quiet and follow those that do. And that's, that's what God's doing. And he's saying that there's going to be a joy breaking forth in waste places. The dry valleys will be watered. The dry bones will live. And it comes through the simple next... It comes through simple, just follow this. Do I got another scripture there? Believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. Lay hold on eternal life. Hold fast to your faith. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Here's a, a couple of announcements that I, I want to make, and just before you stand, let's just look at these together. I think this is my last one, Nick. Announcements to publish. Gabriel says to Joseph, when he's in the, gosh, did she cheat on me? God sends Gabriel himself, stands at the right hand of the Father. I want to stop that bad news in your thought realm right now. Right now, what's happening has never happened before, and I'm going to see it through, and you're going to have a son 
And you, Joseph, are going to call his name Jesus. For he, Jesus, here's my announcement. Will you please keep that announcement on there? He will save his people from their sins. Jesus still saves people from their sins. Jesus still baptizes. How come it's blinking? Did I do that or are you guys doing that? All right. Do your best. Jesus still baptizes you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Some of us are in a place where, God, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm old, I've never had fruit in my children, fruit in my marriage, fruit in my business, fruit in my, my finances, fruit, I, I don't know where, but Jesus sends an empowerment, the Holy Spirit and even fire to help us. Jesus has promised himself personally to shepherd us through every day of our life, every day, in sin and in sorrow in the valley of death. Jesus said, uh, Tim, as you follow me, I will show you the Father by you simply yielding to my spirit. I see the Father's love in this church. Every face I look at, I see the Father in you. I see the nature of God, the expression of the goodness of God. And then Jesus said, I will shine a light on your life, and that light will, will confirm that you're in the way. And as you follow me, that light will get brighter and brighter, and it will increase and others will come to the rising brightness of your life. And where your message will be, you can speak to Zion. My wife asked me the other day, she says, Tim, what does Zion mean? I said, well, in its purest form, Zion means a parched ground, a dry, parched area where there's not fruitfulness yet. But what God was saying, the privilege of those that announce good news, you can say to Zion and speak fruitfulness. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you, Jesus. And then, uh, fear not, will you stand with me? I know you've heard today. You've been a very gracious, gracious audience. You're filled with God's goodness and His love to not only hear His word, to join in the singing, to join in our giving, but believing and rejoicing. Now, Lord, through simple faith in you, I just speak the goodness of God that is contained in these announcements. Every one of them is a seed that will bring forth uh, much, much fruit in our lives and in our families, in our church, our ministries, our community. Now, I ask you to uh, remind us of these announcements. You'll speak a word in our thoughts. It's, it's time to express the nature of God. Sometimes that's in keeping silence. Don't answer that snide comment against the government, lest you enter into their sin. But rather, speak in your spirit or in your thoughts, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, as you've forgiven me when I didn't know what I was doing. Now, will you uh, join with me in just lifting two hands to the Lord and asking Jesus to come afresh into your life? Jesus, will you begin a new manger-like seed beginning? I receive the goodness of God being spoken into me and planted in me in order that it might grow and in its season bring forth a new area of fruitfulness in my life, bringing forth fruit in me and through me even 30, 60, or 100-fold. Now, bless every holiday gathering. Uh, bless those who are in a birthday season right now that have their birthday in this special holiday season. Bless Michelle and Sherry and, and Wendy and uh, Kathy and those that we've uh, lost recently. We just speak the goodness of God overflowing and helping them through the season when they shared it with their loved one. Lord, will you make up the difference?
Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, thank you for Jesus, the heavenly gift that has been announced to me, has been presented to me, and I receive it. And I say thank you in Jesus' name. Will you just join me in appreciating the Lord? Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to a recent message by Senior Pastor Tim Winter. Please visit eaglesnestchurch.net.